Hello everybody and welcome back to the LMT Fitness episode. Hopefully I have started my audio and I don't record <laughs> this entire podcast um, with no sound because yeah, that would be a waste of my time and yours. So anyway, this is episode 47, which actually cannot believe that I've got to 47 episodes of a podcast. So if you have been a listener from the start or you've listened to some of my previous episodes, I just want to start off by saying thank you so, so much. Um, I'm really amazed at how the podcast has grown and yeah, I really, really enjoy making the podcast. I enjoy collaborating with other guests and if there is something that you really enjoy listening to in terms of health, fitness, well-being, any topics or any guests that you would like to hear, then please get in touch with me and let me know. I am always open to suggestions or comments from my listeners to basically make the best episodes possible for you all to listen to. So thank you so, so much. And if you have been listening to this, maybe you follow me on Instagram as well, you will know that I am an online health and fitness coach and I specialise in helping women who feel stuck in a rut, who feel really, really confused about how to balance life and fitness and health and all of these things. You know, it all just feels a bit overwhelming. So if that sounds like you and you're interested in coaching, then please get in touch with me. I would love to have a chat with you and see if we are a good fit. I will leave my email address and my website link in the show notes. So this episode is all about remembering that you are basically just a big kid. And I know that might sound a bit silly, but hear me out. I think as adults, we, you know, we've been, by the time most of us become adults, we've been through the mill a bit. Like, you know, we've, the, we've suffered all the, the ups and downs of life, you know, all of the things, all the bumps along the road. And we sort of get to a point where things just become quite confusing and we get quite bogged down with things because we've got all the noise, all the chatter, you know, all the goings on of life up until this point swirling about in our heads. But if you think of yourself as a big kid, as a child with the needs of a child, basically, then it can be a lot easier to really dial back into what is important with your health and fitness there's so many fads there's so many trends out there you know and it's it's so easy and a lot of them pry so much on the vulnerabilities we, we have you know the the hardships that we've faced the difficulties that we've faced like clever marketing unethical marketing in my opinion but they really pry on the pain points that we have and you know the next thing we're out buying vibrating plates that we stand on or creams that we rub on ourselves that are supposed to make fat disappear or you know the really expensive latest diet trends all of these things and we just don't need them like the basics they are basic they are not sexy but they work but fundamentally if we think of ourselves as a child with the exact same needs it can really make 
fitness, nutrition, lifestyle choices so much easier to to follow. And you might be thinking, <laughs> what is she talking about when she's saying this? And it's really just so I'll sort of I'll break it down into the little the little sections that I've got here. And it's when we think about how we would raise a child or treat a child, whatever it is, whether you've got kids of your own or, you know, it's nieces and nephews or friends' kids, whatever it is. But in terms of nutrition, like you would, well, hopefully not, let a child eat takeaways every single night of the week. You wouldn't sit, you wouldn't let them sit and eat chocolate until they were sick three, four, five times a week. You know, you would, yes, let them have some birthday cake. You would let them have maybe a wee bit of chocolate after school. You would let them go to McDonald's on a Saturday. All of these things, like, you would let them have in moderation. But you would also stress the importance of eating their fruit and vegetables. You would try to make sure that on their plate, you know, they've got a good balance of you know, meat, if you eat meat, fruit uh, fruit or vegetables, you know, a wee bit of pasta, a wee bit of potatoes, whatever it is. But in general, you know, we balance kids' plates really quite well. And this is the thing, you know, kids will sort of skirt round about and they'll maybe eat one 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 area of it and we'll say to them, oh, you know, eat, eat another bit of this one or try another bit of this one. Like, you're the same. Like, your nutritional needs okay, calories and all that are a bit different, but like nutritionally, it's the same. So what you would encourage a child to do with food, like just apply that to yourself. Allow yourself to have some chocolate. Allow yourself to have a meal out with your friends at the weekend. But don't forget to stress the importance of most of your meals being well-balanced. Include your fruit and veg, include your protein. All of these things are are what add up to really a pretty balanced and healthful diet. Rest as well. Rest is a big one because a lot of people that I work with come to me and they're just exhausted. Like they are looking after everyone else. They are taking care of everyone else. They are working full-time jobs. They're successful in their careers. They're successful in you know, every, you know, every aspect of their life, they are successful. But what suffers then is their sleep, is their rest. They're up all, they're up till, you know, the, the wee hours in the morning, making sure everything else is done, working hard, providing. But sleep and rest is really the one thing that without it, we just do not function. Like we are tired we are cranky we make poor decisions we feel we feel like crap and again relating this back to a child like you would let a child stay up a bit later on the weekend they would maybe have the odd night where they could go to the party go to a party or whatever it is but in general you know they have kids have a a pretty regimented bedtime and get up routine And you are exactly the same. Like you need the same amount of sleep because a tired, cranky, moaning child, 
you're basically just a big version of that if you are running on empty. So don't forget your sleep. And it's not, I know that's easier said than done sometimes because if you've got, you know, maybe kids or someone else that you're looking after and they're up all night and things like that, okay, the quality of your sleep is not going to be absolutely optimal, but do what you can. So if there are times where you can steal a wee bit more rest or, you know, you can take advantage of a little bit more sleep, do that because it really will make such a difference. And if you are trying to improve your fitness, if you're trying to, you know, go on a journey to improve your lifestyle, if you have a fat loss goal, sleep is something that is so, so important because it really affects everything. It affects your ability to make decisions. Therefore, it affects the, you know, your ability to progress with the goals that you're trying to reach. It really sort of leaks out into everything. So as much as you can, make rest and sleep a priority. It's really beneficial. And I know that this isn't, you know, completely practical for everyone. I used to be a shift worker. So I fully understand that it's not practical for everyone. But if you can stick to as close to the same bedtime and wake up time every every day, it can be super helpful for getting your body into like a clock of where it knows what to expect. Things become a little bit less stressful if your internal clock is you know, sort of function in the same way most days. And if sleep is a big problem for you and you really find it difficult, have a look at, you know, your sort of bedtime routine. What are you doing to wind down? Are you sitting scrolling on your phone? Is your room really too hot? Is, you know, what have you got going on in your bedroom? Is your bedroom all cluttered? Is it such a mess? Are you drinking coffees too late at night? Are you drinking alcohol late at night? All of these things have such a big impact on sleep. So if you're already short on sleep, then really take a look at your sleep hygiene, your your sort of nighttime routine, because that can have a, a really positive impact on the quality of sleep that you get. Hydration. Again, we would not let kids in our care drink nothing but Coca-Cola or, okay, we wouldn't give them alcohol anyway, but you get the point. You know, you wouldn't just plow a kid full of liquid that is, you know, highly caffeinated, all of this stuff. You know, you would stress the importance of getting, making sure they had some water, making sure they had some sugar-free drinks, because it's so important for, for brain function, for staying hydrated. You know, again, just thinking back to what would you, how would you look after a child in your care? Exercise. And again, another one, you wouldn't let a kid in your care sit on the sofa day in, day out, doing absolutely nothing but watching TV and playing video games. They might put up a fight. In fact, they probably will put up a fight that they want to stay in. They want to, you know, close the curtains, play the video games, watch the TV, whatever it is. And the sun's shining outside and you're saying to them, come on, get outside, like go and play with your mates, go and do this, go and do that. Like, okay, they can have some downtime. They can, you know, chill out and, you know, enjoy the TV. But again, you would push them into being active as well. You know, the kids now are always in different clubs, 
you know, driven by the parents and things like that, do the same for yourself. If you're at a point where you're feeling really, really crap and you've got no energy, you suffer with low mood, sitting in the house constantly, glued to the TV, glued to the sofa, it's going to do absolutely nothing to improve how you feel. So make sure that you are prioritising exercise as well. I mean, I love sitting, I love sitting on the sofa occasionally, but you know, it's I'm quite strict with myself that it's you know just at, just at night where everything else is done, and I'll watch a bit of telly or whatever. But make sure that you are balancing that out with exercise as well, because it is so so good for you. Fun, don't forget to have fun, like. If we are looking after a, a kid, I'm, I'm thinking of my niece and nephew here as an example, but when I look after them, when I'm with them, I put so much emphasis on them having fun, like making sure that they have a good time, which I think is the right thing to do. But again, what about you? Like, don't forget to have fun. Like, as adults, I know that we suffer through different things you know everybody's got hard things going on we really do have and it's it's not to downplay that but don't forget to try and offset some of that we're having a bit of fun like go out be silly do something that, that you've never done before give something a try just for fun because it can lift your mood so so much it can make you feel so much better opened your eyes to like different hobbies and things like that as well you know we are I mean if you're listening to this I would imagine you are sort of in the the age range of you know maybe late 20s upwards to I don't know 50s and you're a woman like we're at an age where everything is done to make sure that everyone else around about us is okay and we forget sometimes that like fun is such a big part of life like do something just for fun because again that is what you would do for a kid allowing yourself to feel upset um this is one that I feel quite strongly about actually because um so I won't go I won't go into great detail but I, I really I have a bit of a problem with people that always try to put a silver lining to something like it is perfectly acceptable and you know and right to say sometimes some things in life are just crap like there is no silver lining there's no positive spin to be put on it and I think forcing ourselves or being told that we have to see the good and you know in every situation is real toxic positivity because it totally brushes over the fact that you are justified and allowed sometimes just to feel like shit because of a certain situation and this is the thing like we as adults as people that look after children we let kids be upset like if a kid is upset we tell them that we're there for them, you know, we give them a hug, we let the kid cry, we let the kid feel upset, you know, we reinforce to the child that it's perfectly okay to be upset. The same goes for you, 
like if you are constantly trying to tell you know remind yourself to you know put a brave face on get on with things all of this like sooner or later it's going to be the pot of boiling water that boils right over the side now having said all this you know there does come a point where you have to pick yourself up and dust yourself off absolutely and I am 100% a believer in that as well but allow yourself to be upset give yourself permission to have negative feelings because what happens then is if you don't this is where a lot of the time where we then look for other areas or other actions to soothe how we feel i.e emotional eating maybe drinking too much you know, doing things that, that are really not good for us, that are, that are detrimental to us. So let yourself be upset. Let yourself feel how you feel. It's perfectly fine. Everybody feels like that. And I think a lesson that we can all take from kids is to be more mindful. And I know it sounds really, really simple, but if we think about how a child sees the world, you know, running about and outside, you know, noticing all the little things, noticing the flowers, noticing the butterflies. Like, they don't, they have no concept of what time it is. They have no idea where their shoes are. They don't care. And yeah, okay, you know, in reality, that's, we can't live life like that all the time. But if you can, for five minutes a day, just try to be completely present in what you're doing and appreciate what is around you and take five minutes to just think you know it doesn't have to be sitting on a meditation cushion if you find that too difficult if there's too many thoughts and everything going on in your head then something that I find really useful is just to for five minutes think to yourself three things so what can you see what can you hear and what can you feel and really try and notice those three things round about you and let all the other thoughts, you know, whirling about in your head go just for five minutes and just notice what's happening in that moment. Because kids have got that nailed, like they do that so, so well. And I think that's something that we forget because, again, life is busy, life is stressful, life gets in the way of everything. We've all got thoughts whirling around in our head all the time. So if you can give yourself that five minutes of peace, it's so so important. So hopefully this little episode has gave you a little bit of food for thought and yeah maybe you can enjoy life as a child again for a little bit and just take out some of the complexities around health and fitness and well-being and looking after yourself and just take it back to basics because sometimes we are looking to over overcomplicate and overconfuse things and it can push us so far in the other direction where we just don't take any action whatsoever so if you have enjoyed this episode it would be so so grateful if you could like comment rate or share this episode it really really helps me to reach other people that it might help and if you are interested in my coaching I will leave my details in the show notes so thank you for listening and I will speak to you in the next one